0: last time on The Incorrigible Party.
1: Continuing their battle with the Hydra and water elementals, Shakara is rendered unconscious. But with Mia's healing hands, our dragonborn paladin warlock helps the party overcome their foes. With nothing left but to investigate the pentagonal structure, a curious-seeming juvenile kraken observes the party from inside bathing in what could only be a mixture of phlogiston and resuscitant.
0: And now, the adventure continues.
2: Okay, Shaft. Let's go meet Drake. There's obvious risks to letting him know what we've discovered. As if he could be evil and be part of this plot in the first place.
3: I don't trust anybody here, but he's the only guy so far that has done what he said he's gonna do.
2: It's true. He is trying desperately to save Heraklion. It would be very, very weird for him to be involved in this.
3: Alright, let's go. And I start walking down the hall.
2: Is Shakara gonna fit down this hole, you guys?
1: She is she's very clearly much too large for a five foot by, like, seven foot passing. Okay.
2: Falzern, what do you have to do to get her back?
4: Well, it's as simple—it's uh, as simple as me just dismissing this spell, and so I, I concentrate for a moment, and she starts to shrink back into Shakara.
5: That was fun. I enjoyed being an ape.
4: Yes, uh, I was. Uh, You—I was worried about you. You—you looked—you looked quite injured. I—I thought that would be the safest bet to to keep you in the fight.
5: Thank you. I felt so strong as the ape. Shaft, would you be able to set up an alarm so we would know if something else tries to come in here?
3: Uh, we can. The only thing that's going to get in is through the ocean. Because we're heading back down the only way into this room. At least as far as we know. I can do a small area, but not the whole room.
4: I think it's not a bad idea, Shakara. Um, Shaft, if you're able to do that... Where do you suggest? Well, perhaps... We could put it over close to where the Hydra um, died so that someone comes in from the water and walks beside this large container, or if someone comes from this pathway and walks beside the large container, they'll set it off.
2: What about right between the barrels and this container? It's a pretty narrow area.
4: Yeah, somewhere over there beside the barrels or the Hydra. That'll work, but they could work right around the other way, too. They could, yeah.
2: It's true, but people are lazy. They're not going to walk all the way around to get to the barrels.
4: It's not a guarantee, but I, I think it's its not a bad idea. I can do
3: a 20-foot cube, so sure, I'll put it over here by the barrels then. Okay. I'll put put an alarm spell so it will uh, ping my mind.
1: If you are within one mile of it.
3: Within one mile, yes.
1: Um, before you confirm doing that, I will say like, you know that you are compared to the surface, like where the city is. You are you are very far down, as in that that mile will not go very far.
3: I didn't think it was really going to do much for us anyway, but team player.
1: Yeah, sure. And it's still there uh, while you are at, at least, you know even if you can meet up with Dragon and still in this tunnel, uh, you sure. are definitely well within. Uh, the notification of that, absolutely.
3: Okay. So then let's go back to meet Dreg.
1: Continuing back down this tunnel, you hit that fork that you turned right at uh, instead of left to get to this chamber.
3: You want to head down this other way just to see if there's anything...
5: It might not be a bad idea to head down and see where it goes.
3: Okay. I'll head down that way. Quietly and slowly.
2: I'll follow.
1: You can all make a stealth check.
2: Can try.
4: (laughs) 19, 10 for Falzern.
0: 14 for Shakara. That would be an
2: 8.
1: This tunnel seems to uh, go on for about another 100 or so feet, and it is a little bit windy. It's not uh, a straight path and it, very much like the stairs in which you descended from the surface kind of walking through that Ill- illusory rock that Dreg led you through. The, the walls and the ground uh, around you look very rough in many sections and there are kind of brief uh, parts of it where it is looks much more smooth and almost like it was polished and kind of as Dreg had kind of explained to you during the construction of the section which he was familiar with some parts of it was actually able to be dug and shaped via magic and it eventually comes to another ladder well now we got a problem
5: I do not see the point in climbing this ladder we know it leads into the city and it is most likely cut off by the shield anyway
3: I look up the ladder look like it's uh, you know way off high up into the distance like the other ladder we climbed?
1: Yeah, so you can see to the extent of your dark vision, but uh, it appears that the ending, the very top of the ladder, is not in sight from the ground. Uh, you could each roll a survival check.
5: 15 for Shakara.
4: Uh, 2
1: for Shaft.
2: 18.
1: 4 for Falzern. Shakara and Mia could kind of suss out that uh, based on the, the distance that you have kind of traveling kind of keeping track of some of the twists and turns of of these tunnels that it seems like from what you can guesstimate that the the top of this ladder would still come out within the city's walls
2: what if one of us crawls up just to be sure
4: i think it can't hurt to just go up slowly and take a look at where this comes out it could be valuable information
2: Potentially, and maybe that way is permanently open or closed. We don't know. I feel like it's silly to turn around now. Dreg may not be on our side. He might not be.
3: Dreg didn't seem to know about this fork when we were coming in. I mean, why would Dreg mention it was something new if he uh, he didn't have to say anything?
2: To mislead us.
3: Yeah, but he didn't have to say anything. We didn't know. We've never been here before.
2: It's understandable that you're skeptical. I I am too. We haven't really found anyone we can trust other than each other. Mia starts climbing.
1: Uh, And you climb for a couple of minutes, uh, a few hundred feet, again by your estimation. And you do come to a section much like when Dreg had led you up. Uh, to a part where it seems the the, the the sphere the bottom sphere of the safety shell of the city again is kind of just cuts through this opening and blocks you from ascending any further.
2: I would be familiar with the mechanism of which Dreg used to get in and out before. Is there anything like that around here?
1: From what Dreg explains to you, uh, Dreg also mentioned like his ring is what gets in and out through the barrier.
2: Is there anything, if I look around, that looks like a mechanism? doesn't seem
1: that, uh, you're on, uh, unlike the ladder that Dreg led you up, which was uh, a metal ladder, this actually just looks like it's uh, a rope ladder, and other than the kind of roughly hewn walls around you, uh, there doesn't seem to be anything within reach, uh, or any type of mechanism at all.
2: Okay, so I'll climb back down. What'd you see? Same thing as every other ladder. I mean, I I don't know. It's just all of a sudden the shell is there. There's nothing else on the walls or anything that I can tell.
3: So if you think this is still uh, within the city, we're I, trying to figure it out. I think we're sort of north of the other ladder we came down. So that would... And that ladder came up... Where did that come up again? Right by the... In the uh the keep. keep. So... So if this is north of that, it has to be right along the wall somewhere. Interesting.
2: Falls are in. how do you feel about swimming out of the cave just to sort of get our bearings and figure out where this cavern is? Like, where this layer is? Do you feel like you could swim to the surface and assess the island and know... I feel like we should know where this... This cave is to lead the Tritons to it, correct? We can't have Tritons just trampling underground. It just—it'd be easier for them to swim up.
4: I—I I think that's a good idea. We need—we need to know where this water leads to.
2: Will you be crushed under the weight of this water, or what's the issue then?
4: Mechanically, uh, Leland, does would the depth potentially injure someone to swim at this depth? Or yeah, water depth. I mean, the city goes up
3: at a big angle, right? It's at a, it's on it's like a. a
2: so big... if we're all the way down to the water, you're still potentially. You're still sea level. in the
3: water. You're still at sea level.
2: And how long can you? How long can you hold your breath, Falzarin?
4: I'm, I'm, I'm able to swim and hold my breath for thirty minutes. And for that matter, I could also bestow that ability on someone else if, if someone else felt eager to do the exploring as well. But but I, I can do it
3: well at a minimum we can find out if this uh, the dome encapsulates all the way down into the water and if you can get out then that's one way out and we can get back in
2: yeah I mostly feel like we need to get back in that's a big big deal
3: we also know where the secret passage is on the other end of this too true if you want to go back and uh, give it us give it a swim go let's
1: go
4: for it well. I, I do worry that, that perhaps the Kraken can go... Is is there a bottom to this, this container that the Kraken is in? I, I wonder. I would hope that it's not able to swim down and into the water after me if I swim into it. But I would think uh, if there was a bottom to
3: it, the water could get in. It would be mixing with the, uh, with the other stuff. I think you're safe.
4: Hey, worst case scenario... You can swim fast, right? I can. Yeah, I don't know if I could outswim this beast, but I could try.
2: I picture us kind of having this conversation as we slowly turn around because there's nowhere to go anyway. So yeah. we're just kind of talking and yeah, walking. Yeah,
1: we'll walk back. You can each roll me a perception check in that case.
2: All right.
0: 15
2: for Shakara.
4: Uh 22 for Shaft. 17 for Falsy.
2: 18 for Mia.
1: You all hear what sounds like the soft echo of hushed voices.
4: Oh, from which direction? From where we had come from?
1: The cave? Not uh, from the cave, but it is coming down the tunnel in which you are currently standing in.
2: Maybe it's Dreg, guys. You hear that?
5: Mayhaps Shaft could sneak up and listen to what they are saying.
3: There's really no uh, place to hide here, so I think we just move forward and see what we run into
2: I hope it's Dreg and I hope he's good
1: and as you continue down you again hit that fork where you've now kind of turned and and you can tell that the voices uh, seem to be originating from the first forking path that you came across and uh, had previously ignored so not back towards the, the chamber with the kraken
4: I think we should we should find out who that is Okay, let's go. I'll After sne- you, sneak up to the corner
3: and s- sort of peek around and listen before going out there.
1: Go ahead and roll stealth.
3: That's a twenty-three.
1: Peering around uh, the the turn in this tunnel, you now see what looks like a light source ahead, and you can clearly see the forking the first forking path illuminated, and you see Dreg and Jacqueline, the Silver Dragonborn and uh, an elf that you do not recognize. And you see they're kind of, like, murmuring to each other, seemingly trying to be quiet, but not doing a very good job at it.
3: It's Dreg. They're back there where we told him to meet us.
1: Let's
2: go get him and show him this thing.
1: Uh, okay, you don't have to go very far. Uh, you just... Okay. Basically, Dreg is telling them, well, this is where they said to, to meet, so... Just be patient. I, I'm sure they will be along shortly. Come on.
2: Okay, I follow. Not being stealthy.
1: And uh, as you get closer, you just hear them say, and then we'll kill them when they get here.
4: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> just kidding. That's a good <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought you were serious. No. Uh, <laughs>
3: the-, the tension's so high, I'm going to meet our friend. <laughs> I don't know why you guys are suddenly so mistrusting of Dreg when you've been trusting of so many bad people. He's the only one.
2: I think we've been burned just enough times that it's finally kicking The guy it.
3: that said this whole adventure not to trust people is finally going, okay, I think this guy's all right. Everybody <laughs> else is <laughs>
1: fucking <laughs> paranoid. <laughs> what a role reversal. I think that's character growth, actually.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, our distrusting of
1: everyone? Well, you can grow down, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a root vegetable. Yeah, as the four of you get closer, you see Dreg kind of had his back to this tunnel that you were in uh, with Jacqueline and the, this elf in front of them. And both uh, Jacqueline and, and the elf, of course, see you first as they are facing you now. And Jacqueline motions as Dreg kind of turns to where she's pointing. Oh, thanks. thank goodness, uh you four are okay.
3: Yeah, yeah. We we just went and uh, checked out up here, see what was up there. Gotta got a quick question for you. Did you uh, ever make any of these? Uh, you know, the dome that you made. Is there any? Can you make a smaller one? Is there ways to make uh, different sizes? And
1: well, I suppose you could try and uh, adapt the, the anchor technology. Uh, I've never tried before Hmm.
2: oh Dreg could
5: Olstov create one
1: well I mean uh, as I explained myself and and Tinnerman we devised it uh, together
5: what about Alamar
1: well I I mean Alamar provided uh, a few books in which we we draw inspiration from what
4: what books would those have been Do, do you recall
1: Oh my, it was so long ago, I, I don't quite recall the title, but it, it had to do uh, you know, with planetoid bodies and uh, cosmology. I'm not sure if any of you are familiar with that type of information. It's not routinely studied anywhere.
2: I have a feeling we've come across that. Is the title of the book Cosmology of the Prime Material Plane?
1: That rings a bell. It was so long ago, I...
2: Faulderin, and pull pull that book out of your sack.
4: So I I reach into my bag of holding and
1: and produce that book.
2: Something like this, sir.
1: And he kind of holds a hand out to take it from you to examine. And he flips through it. Uh, yes, actually, how how did you did Alamar give you this?
2: He Not
5: did. exactly.
2: Well, sort of. We kind of took
1: it. Oh. Uh, my, uh, why would you have need of this?
3: Well, he he sort of let us borrow it. We just haven't returned it
1: yet. Ah, okay, I see. Uh, well, if any flips through, if you see, uh, I drew inspiration from, from the crystal shells in which surround these planetary systems. It was kind of where I got the idea. You
3: think with your ring you could. Say you had one of these, like, could you stick your hand through it without, uh, you know, releasing anything on the other side of it? Let's say the the city was filled with water, and we were on the outside, and could you reach in with
1: your ring and extract water? Uh, no, no, nothing like that. Hmm.
2: Dreg, I think you need to see this. Come, come with us.
1: Whoa, uh, but... I thought you we, we need we were going to turn you invisible. That's what. Yeah, Jacqueline we are, and, and Chilkus are here for.
3: Didn't you? Uh, did you didn't Hi you Chilkis. say you didn't
1: know anything about this passage, right? No. Uh, assuming your questions have something to do with what's at the end of it. It it does.
2: I think you need to see this. There's there's no other explanation. Just Jacqueline Chilkus Drake, Come come with us.
3: And who are you? the other guy we don't we don't know
2: Chilkis.
1: yeah and uh, drex oh y- yes yes this is this is chilkus he's offered to to lend uh, his aid uh, making some of you invisible and the uh, the elf he he's kind of he's dressed in like these dark red robes he gives kind of a curt nod okay let's go
2: after you can i lead him down the path mia didn't that book say something about portals in the crystal wall I can look again but I had I don't have this book memorized
1: so it said um, pass- it says passage through the crystal sphere is achieved by using a portal opening in the crystal wall these appear unpredictably and sporadically few spells have ever been known to be able to locate and predict these portals these are said to be lost to time
0: so the portals are random and there is no way to predict when they're going to
5: happen great I wonder if Dreg's ring will work on the Kraken's crystal shell.
2: I don't know, Shakar. I, I don't really know how his ring works if it's not a spell. I just, Dreg, maybe you'll know what to do.
1: And as he walks in, he sees, you know, the dead Kraken and the, this Hydra body with, you know, three of his heads lopped off. And he kind of, my word, you've, you've all been busy.
2: I mean, look at me. I look pretty beat up.
1: Yes, uh, you see, I'm sure you've seen better days. And his eyes kind of fall on the, the structure. My goodness. And he kind of walks up to it very curiously.
2: Careful, there's a kraken in there.
1: He stops mid-stride as you say that. <laughs> and you see again the kraken seems to swim up out of the middle of it and press its face to the glass again. As Drake's breath catches.
3: See, we'd like to get some of that colorful liquid out and not the Kraken.
2: I want to know how to get a spell through that barrier so I can banish this Kraken back to where it belongs.
1: It's safe to approach? From what we can
4: tell, it, it hasn't attempted to attack us. And I haven't been able to cast a spell that penetrated it, so I, I don't believe it can affect us at all.
1: Eve walks up to it. Jacqueline and Chilk is kind of staying at the mouth of the opening into this cave. They don't seem to really know what to make of this. And he puts... Dreg puts his hand on it, kind of running it across its surface, and you see the, the Kraken kind of following Dreg's motions. Well, it's not surprising if this is anything like what is protecting the city currently. I... I do not know if my ring will grant passage inside, but I suppose we can try. Uh, what is inside will potentially be able to get out.
5: How large of a hole does the ring make? Can you control the
1: size? Well, it's simply large enough for, for a, a person to, to get through.
3: Why don't a couple of you go to the other side, get the Kraken's attention, and then Drake will go opposite of that and see if he can open it up.
2: What are we going to do if he does? We need something to collect this magical liquid. We want to study this magical liquid, Dreg.
3: You yeah, have barrels over there. Let's grab one of those barrels.
4: Uh, yes, I I have some empty... empty uh, potion bottles in my bag as well.
2: Dreg, how does this ring work? I thought... I read... that... There are only portals that could open these crystal spheres. Like, is your ring a portal? Like a portable portal?
1: That is essentially how it works, yes.
2: How did you create such a wonderful ring?
1: Through much trial and error. Some of the places I've mistakenly sent myself. (laughs) Ha! A tale for another time, I do, I assure you, but...
2: I'm very interested in that.
1: Yes, perhaps once all of this is dealt with. We, we we can each sit down for, for a nice meal and exchange stories.
2: I'm interested in trying to banish this kraken when the portal is open, you guys. I don't want to be one of the people distracting. I think if my magic could penetrate it, maybe I could send it back where it belongs, like Thor did years ago.
3: Okay. Let's go on to my other side, we'll we'll try to get the Kraken's attention. Drake can open a portal, you can cast your spell through, and maybe we'll get some of this this colorful liquid out for Fallsren.
1: Oh, I. I don't know if your spell will work while it is within the structure. Again, just based off how my invention works, nothing can get in or out of it by physical or magical means.
2: What if I stick my hammer in past the barrier, like through the portal? I cast through my hammer.
3: I. I think what he's saying is it won't go out. because, like its magical sphere is keeping it within.
2: Oh, like the Kraken can't be banished because he's encapsulated. Hmm. Dang it. Okay.
3: Let's get some of the liquid at least. See if this will even work.
2: Can I do an insight on Dreg? Sure. What he's looking like he's doing. If he's genuinely curious or what. 23.
1: He looks incredibly fascinated to see this, and, and as he's still, he's kind of just tracing his hand across it and, and kind of studying it. Super surprised. Okay.
2: Dreg, could Alamar have
5: created another ring?
1: No. Uh, like I said, uh, the ring is the only one in existence.
4: And you didn't share your methods of creating it
1: with anyone? Not Not at all, no. I mean that was one of one of many things that Almar insisted upon.
2: What about Alstoff?
1: No, like like I said, he he, he aided mainly in the constructions of the anchors themselves.
4: Well this begs a question, and I I don't like to point fingers here, Drake, but who could have created this small barrier here around this kraken and and been able to get the kraken inside it?
1: I, I don't know of anybody that could.
4: It just it doesn't make sense if you're the only person that's able to do this.
1: There is much knowledge in this world that I do not have and that others could learn. I am not entirely surprised that something of this could be created. Uh, you and I both know we do many, many wonderful things.
4: Yes, I, I suppose that's that's fair. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to be suspicious, but it's hard to know who to trust in these times.
1: I do understand your caution.
2: Can I do insight on Jacqueline and Chilkis?
1: Yeah, sure.
2: Just like their body language reaction sort of to all this. It's 23.
1: They seem very... They don't seem as surprised or intrigued. They just seem very confused and kind of out of their element.
0: Oh. While Elena's doing an insight check, I'm going to tap my sword along the sides of this pentagonal shape, and try and get the kraken's attention and draw it back towards the water.
1: And those in the front of the structure, with Greg, he still has his hand, uh, is almost like caressing, like he's very <laughs> intrigued with this thing. The kraken's face kind of disappears into this uh, dark swirls of this colored substance, and Shikara on the rear of the structure you see it comes up to the sound you were making, and you see its face and uh, two of these tentacles pressed up against the side of it.
0: I will keep tapping, and I'll also put my hand up, see if it'll touch my hand again.
1: Yes, it moves its tentacle to your hand and kind of mimic your your movements a little.
0: I'll just keep doing that kind of stuff, trying to keep its attention, just moving around and making noise.
3: So I'm going to go over and grab one of the empty barrels and sort of roll it over to where he's going to use the ring
4: sort of set it up next to it and go, there you go. Well, Drag, I I admit I'm a little bit wary of this, but uh, I I say we give it a a quick shot. Just, if you can just make this barrier disappear for only a very short moment.
1: Well, there will be a matter of seconds in which it will remain open before closing again, yes. Uh, But I will... Act as quickly as I can. I don't.
4: I don't think the kraken. Is, the kraken is far too big to fit through a, a, a human-sized hole in it. Anyway, I mean, there there may be a fair bit of this substance that flows out in the couple seconds that the barrier is open. But I don't think it will be able to escape.
2: What's the plan? Who's going to catch this liquid? You, Shaft?
3: It's gonna go in the barrel. I hope.
2: Okay, if I can't cast magic through this portal, then I will help Shikara distract the Kraken.
4: I think we should all stand back. We, we don't know what this substance here that's inside there is, is going to potentially do to us if it gets on us.
2: Be careful of his tentacles, Falzerin. Shaft. So Mia starts putting her hands on the barrier too, just trying to distract the Kraken.
1: And you are successfully seeming to distract and you've drawn it over to this opposite side. And Falzer in Shaft, Jacqueline and Chilkis, you, they all see Dreg pulls off his ring from his finger and he places it about his eye level on the side of it. And it starts to glow and immediately start to expand as this liquid inside of it starts to gush out as the, the opening widens to like a five by five. Kind of like five diameter circle, basically. Right, it's still a circle, and immediately the liquid, as if it's like under pressure, starts to blast out and like into the barrel and wash over, drag, and he's gonna have to make a, a dex save here. Come on. He is able to stay on his feet, but as immediately as the water starts to gush open, the kraken's attention is drawn to the opening.
0: Start beating on the harder, wall. And harder,
1: And it very quickly just disappears from your view as Dreg sees it looming. Now you see him do a quick movement with his hands as a tentacle reaches through the opening as he's trying to recall his ring to close it, trying to grab Dreg.
2: Dreg, get your ring, buddy. Get your ring. We need your ring. <sighs>
1: Dreg is very lucky. He is able to squirm out of the way and finish this incantation, closing oh. the opening, and his ring appears on his I don't finger. I think I've ever been
4: so scared Ooh. in my life.
1: Oh. And now a sizable portion of the liquid inside has is now gone. You can see it, like at the top, there's basically like empty space where the liquid once inhabited. And much of it is kind of spread across the ground here, and the barrel is full of it.
2: Is there a way to put a lid back on the barrel?
1: I think I'd like to collect some of
4: it in, in um, some bottles that I...
2: Bill, put the whole barrel in your
4: bo- bag of holding. <laughs> Sounds like a terrible <laughs> idea.
0: As soon as the Kraken left our site, I would have run around to where the hole mm-hmm. was.
2: To help, yeah.
3: Why don't you get a couple of vials of that stuff now?
4: Oh
1: my goodness, that was terrifying.
4: Well, we know that works. Yeah.
1: Well done, Bravo.
4: That was that was very close. I'm glad that this beast wasn't able to grab you.
1: As am I. Yes. Uh, I hope you've, you've gotten what you need. I am still. I can't believe that my ring worked. Perhaps it has more applications than I could have even predicted when I when I created it.
4: Well, there seems to be something shared between this structure, this container, and the barrier around Heracleon. I just, I I can't fathom who would have been able to have made something that is so similar, but I'm sure we'll find out.
2: It must be someone like Erica. She's pretty powerful. It
4: could be. My guess would be Alamar.
2: I thought Erica and Alamar were not working together.
1: Why would Alamar... Wants to have anything to do with this with this Kraken. Well, you said he hired
3: you to to do this, the dome, right?
1: To protect the city.
3: Only you, Tenderman, and Al- Alamar knew about this.
1: Alamar has no intricate knowledge on how it works. Uh, I told you, I've shared it with nobody.
2: I found this book in Alamar's library, though, the book that you referred to.
1: Well, uh, that that makes sense, as Alamar. Lend it to me to to read. Yes, I suppose he's 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 no stupid elf. Uh, he he, admittedly, could probably suss out himself.
3: Well, somebody knows how to do it, because you didn't make it, right?
1: I had nothing to do with this. I assure
3: you.
2: Can I do an insight on Dreg when he says he had nothing to do with it? Sure. That's a twenty-seven on insight.
1: You believe what he's saying. He's very clearly shaken up from almost being grabbed and pulled in by this kraken. Right.
4: Well, Drag, I, I know that this, these are very uncertain times, and and you've got a lot on your plate right now. I, I appreciate everything you've done, but I must be honest with you. No one can be trusted under these circumstances. There, there may be many people who have seen upstanding within Heracleon, that, that may have ulterior motives.
1: Well, surely you all trust me. I, I have not lived in Heracleon for over two decades. I am new to all of what is happening just as you are. What
4: I mean is just that Alamar and other elders, who, who knows, you, you named the person on the island. They, they could not be what they seem.
1: <sighs> I... Yeah. Okay. I, I. Well, I don't know where Almar is. So, what, what do we do about that if he is involved? What, what, what do we do now?
2: Falls are in do you still want to go for a swim?
1: Yes, I. I think I should.
4: As as much as, I'm a bit, worried about what I might find in the water. I, I think it's a good idea. We need to see where this water leads.
2: Here, take my potion of water breathing in case you need longer than a half hour.
3: Hey, Drag. Uh the dome that you put up her. Does it go under the ground? I mean, does it go in through the water or anything? Would it if if he was to go swimming here, would he be able to get out to the ocean?
1: Uh you you you've seen where it loops around the city uh, up the ladder. That's the city's much too high to be encompassed with any part of the ocean. Interesting. Okay. Perfect.
2: The other option, you guys, is if Dreg would want to go up the second ladder. There's another ladder that you did not design.
1: I assume down that second forking path, then.
4: Yes. Exactly. It would, it would certainly be very illuminating to find out where that ladder leads to. That could point us in the direction of who to suspect.
5: Why not does Falsy, go for a swim? And we will take Dreg to the second ladder.
4: That
3: makes sense to me. I think the sooner you can go talk to your friends and let them know what you know, the better.
2: Falzern, it's important we know how to lead the Tritons to this lair. Yes. Here, take my potion of water breathing. Go invisible and swim.
4: Alright. Thank you, Mia. I agree. It's it's important that I do this as much as I don't really want to.
2: Don't be afraid. Do you need any healing?
4: No, no. uh, Thank you, though. Save your healing.
2: Be safe.
0: I'll touch Falzarin's shoulder and I'll say, "Swim fast."
4: Thank you, Shikara.
2: Swim like the wind, Bullseye. <laughs> and I'll start walking down the hallway. Me too. We will lead Dreg to the second forking path.
1: Okay, let's do uh, let's do Dreg first. As you take him down to this second ladder, he again still looks like kind of surprised to to see this. As he begins to climb up it. I follow. I'll go too.
0: I'll stay at the bottom, just in case.
1: With uh, Jacqueline and Chilkas? Yeah. Okay. And you get up this ladder up to where Mia had originally uh, investigated, to to where the, the bottom of the safety shell meets. And Mia directly below him, you kind of see the, the, the light of the activation of the ring again. And the three of you are able to climb through it, as he, you know, seals it back up uh, as you continue to the top. And another 80-ish feet up past where the shell has come down. Dreg calls down. There seems to be a, a door at the top. Uh, you kind of hear the, the strain and the groan of, like, wood being pressed. I, I, I can't seem to get through it.
3: it. Uh, is it got some kind of a lock... I mean, on this side of it, or does it look like it's. Does it feel like it's something on top of the door or locked on the other side?
1: There is a a keyhole near the handle.
3: Hey, can you guys scoot over a little bit? Let me up top? Yeah, sure. Okay, I'm going to try to go off on the side, right up, you know, try to go beside them (laughs) as best I can.
1: Okay, you can make me an acrobatics check. Okay. And uh, Mia and Drag. Uh, can make a athletics check to keep their hold on it as they shift on the ladder
3: 22
2: 11
1: and Dreg got a 9 so Shaft you're easily able to scamper up this but as you move past Dreg he loses his grip and he falls hitting Mia directly below him
2: can I try to hold him?
1: can you make a strength saving throw please? come
2: on, come on. 16
1: you are just able. To, you gotta got both hands on this. On his buns, kind of catch him <laughs> as he like is now cradled in your arms as you're still holding the ladder. <laughs> oh, hey, a good good catch, thank you.
2: Yeah, you're you're lucky. I'm not holding my hammer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he's able to get a purchase back onto this ladder, and Shaf, you're, you're now at at the the top. You're at-
3: so I'm I'm gonna feel around, look and. T- I see any light through the keyhole or anything? No. Alright, I'm going to reach down into my bag uh, and I'm going to pull out that blue ribbon with the key on it.
2: Where did you get that again? Geneva. Mm.
1: And it does seem to unlock this door. A, a click as a lock disengages.
3: Okay. I'll put the put it back around my neck. It's, it's got a ribbon on it, right? That's right. And then I'll, I will uh, open the door.
1: And yes, you do, it does push upwards, and climbing up, you find yourself in a fireplace, and you crawl out of it. Uh, so this door it seems the other side of it was basically the bottom of the of this fireplace, this large hearth, and you crawl out into what looks like one of the uh, elders' living quarters. Which elder? You you can't tell whose whose it is immediately by. Sorry.
3: All right, I'll I'll walk out and I'll say, "Hey, it's it's one of the rooms in the keep, I think." I'll say down to them mm-hmm. if they want to come up.
1: Yeah, Dreg climbs up uh, to join you.
3: Okay, Mia, you coming? Yeah, I'm coming. And I'll I'll look around the rooms. that tell me what I see.
1: Yeah, you see what you've seen. All of the living quarters of the elders look very similar. You know, it's got a bed, the fireplace, a kitchen table, some bookshelves.
3: It looks like probably Geneva's room. Well, that makes sense. So, obviously she's involved with all this, as we knew.
2: Yeah, that's true. We knew.
3: Okay, well, let's head back down.
2: Good to know that, um, now that how did, However you got in here, Shaft, will that work the other way too? Like, to come from the office down here? Or?
3: I think the door's open, right? Okay. It's a hatch.
2: You're gonna just leave it open then?
1: Nah, no, you guys go first, I'll lock it up. Okay. Yes, Streg does uh, need to go first, and you climb back down to meet with Shakara, Jacqueline, and Chilkas.
3: Okay. Goes up to Geneva's room.
5: That figures.
3: Yeah. No surprises there.
5: No. Sadly not.
3: Let's, uh. Let's head back, uh, see if when. Uh, we can either go out, or we can wait for Falzern.
5: I believe we should wait for Falzern.
3: Let's go then. And
4: we head back to the place where the Kraken is. Fallsy!
1: Let's
4: all activate the limited water breathing, um, and then cast invisibility on myself and i will wade into the water and start to swim
1: as you wade in again you it's kind of a seems to be a very gradual uh grading here as it gets deeper and deeper and you know kind of step after step you're about waist height and the the basically the opening of this this cavern is immediately to like the ocean and the open air and you know the the storm still raging above you and you're getting kind of the, the tail end of, of the, the waves that are being picked up and swirled around by the wind further out to sea. So the surface that you, in front of you looks to be very choppy because of the storm.
4: All right, I, I think I will swim down a little ways um, just under the surface and just start swimming away from the coast. Maybe only like five feet under. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. I'm invisible. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll swim along... Just underneath so that I'm not splashing a bunch of water around in case there happens to be anyone I, I come up on that might see me disturbing the water. And I'll I'll swim maybe 500 feet um, and then surface and look
1: around. Okay, great. Uh, that also does keep you out of the the swell of the waves for most of it caused by the storm. As you are kind of continuing along the surface after about 100 or so feet, you do see below you a, a, a drop-off and the, the bottom of the seabed, kind of dropping outside of your range of dark vision. Uh, so you can't see the bottom from being up here on the surface. There is very minimal sunlight, right, because of the storm overhead. It's quite gloomy, right? And you can make a stealth check as you pass what looks like a, a pack of sharks, about 30 feet below you.
4: Buddy, is that you?
2: <laughs> we just made you chum.
1: 18. You pass overhead to them, and they don't seem to notice you. You see them, they're kind of heading towards the the cave where you came from. As you see, they're just kind of doing, like, soft, like, slow circles. Seem to be pretty lackadaisical here in the water. But quite close to shore. Okay. And you continue out to about the this five hundred ish point five hundred ish foot point, and you want to surface?
4: yeah, I just like to look around and see if I can make out any any reference point that I recognize
1: or see what I see. You surface into the swell and the the maelstorm- maelstrom. Can you make a athletics check, please? That's a nine yeah as you surface right away, a wave overtakes you. Oh, Falsy, and you take five bludgeoning damage as you get kind of shunted back below the surface.
2: Come on, Falsy.
4: Okay, be so persistent. He's he's going to steal himself and and try and surface again and look around.
1: All right, you can give me another athletics.
4: That's better. Fourteen.
1: There you go. You're able to to get up and kind of catch a wave almost and and uh, avoid being smacked by it. And looking back towards the island you recognize uh, the the side of the city you can very clearly see it and the lack of additional terrain around it so considering you walked along it you can suss out that you were looking at the west the western side of the mm-hmm. city okay and even from uh, above here you can actually make out the break in the path as well ah. as you are north of that
4: okay so kind of northwest Alright, so I'm going to try and make my way back the same way I came.
2: Good job, Falsy.
1: And as you are again, swimming for, you know, coming into about the 400, 300 foot mark, can you make another stealth check, please? Uh, 17. And an athletics check, please. It's a 9. From the depths below you, you just narrowly avoid another of these shell subs. Seeming to rise along the surface oh, and continuing south toward the bottom part of the island. Grimby! Grimby, it's me, Falzerin.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. So I'm just going to, to the best of my ability, carry on back the way I came and and try to get back into the surface there where, uh, into the cave that the Kraken is in.
1: Uh, one last stealth to get past these sharks. Uh, Fourteen. Okay, you make it back into the opening of the Kraken Cave and you see the rest of the party now standing there waiting for you.
4: So I will uh, dismiss my invisibility spell and poof back into existence. Oh. Well, did you find them? Well, um, I, I sort of know where we are. I was able to swim and surface out in the ocean and, and look back at the island where not too not too far from the path that we are walking along outside of the wall, where it caves away. We're, we're slightly north of there. We're, we're northwest of the city, more or less. Good. So you can tell your friends where this is. Yes, I. I think they should be able to find it.
2: That is good. I think we should get out of here.
4: Yes, I. I also narrowly avoided one of those, one of those shell boats, the shell subs that that Grimby what? is piloting. i, I I don't know if this was our shell sub or a different one, but...
2: I mean, chances are it wasn't ours. Is is it coming this way?
4: Well, I I couldn't really tell. It It was just a brief encounter as I was swimming. Well, as long as they didn't see you. Yeah, I don't believe they did. I was invisible.
2: Okay, so what's the plan now? Are we still doing this whole go invisible thing and go into the camp?
4: What did you discover about where that ladder leads? goes to Geneva's room. Geneva's room?
3: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
4: No real surprise there. Yeah, I, I guess that makes sense. With her being a deep scion.
2: Good thing she's the only elder you could trust. Just kidding, falls her in. I know, I know. It's... I'm sorry, I'm poking at some pretty traumatic events in your yes. life. Yes, but...
4: my world has certainly been... Just completely turned upside down.
2: I, too, felt I could trust her. That's true, Shikara. You knew her better than I did. So... What's, what do we do? Do we... Do Back we get to plan in- A, right? Back to plan A.
5: We become invisible and leave the city and try to
2: flink.
3: Gotta go try to take out Erica. It's causing all the other problems.
2: If she's still out there... The ship and saw, maybe they're leaving. All the more reason to go out and see. Okay, um... What do we do about this kraken? Just... nothing?
4: I'm not sure there's anything we can do.
2: Okay.
3: I mean, if you wanted to risk it, you could empty all that
1: junk out and leave him in there with nothing.
2: Ooh. Dreg, what do you think about that plan?
1: I think I don't want to be anywhere near it when it opens. <laughs> uh, I didn't say it was a good plan.
2: What if one of us wore your ring to do it so that you don't have to risk your life?
1: I could possibly teach Falzerin the incantation.
2: I mean, Kralache- the Kralikina specifically needs that phlogiston.
3: I look at Falzerin and I go, it wouldn't be a
4: bad thing to know, would it?
2: You need to know the incantation, Falzerin, before... For case of emergency... Yes,
4: I agree. I would not mind having the knowledge. I am with... Drag on this one though. I that Kraken is dangerous. It almost grabbed him.
5: I will stand next to the hole and attack anything that sticks out.
4: Yeah.
2: Our pull falls right aside. In case Drag dies, someone needs to be able to use that ring.
4: Drag I'm more than happy to to try to learn this incantation from you and, and how to wield this ring. I, I do I do think it would be good to have a a backup person, should you be unable to.
5: Yes, it is a good idea to get this
0: drained. I cut Falzer off from saying anything else.
2: Yeah, idiot. <laughs> How long would this incantation teaching take? Like, could I take a little short resty, resty?
1: It uh, depends on Falzer's aptitude for it.
2: So yeah,
0: we we have an hour. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you can take a, a long, do rest. long
4: rest <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's our show be sure to follow us on social media incorrigible par on twitter incorrigible party on facebook and instagram you can visit incorrigible for additional world and npc information and to get all your incorrigible party merchandise merchandising that's where the real money is made get a flamethrower the kids love that one the Encouragement Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. For your design needs, visit criticalhitdesign.com. That's me. All ambient sounds and music during the episode are courtesy of tabletopaudio.com. And our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. You can contact him for your own musical inquiries via email at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. Happy adventuring!